Welcome back to Meredith with a Y podcast. I am your host, Meredith Willett, and I'm super excited to talk to you today. And we're going to get into some of the appointments that I've been dealing with. And so I hope it helps you. So stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willett. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Okay, here we go. We're going to talk about protecting our peace and how we deal with people who are either so profoundly not like us or seem like they've become that way due to politics or religion or whatever is going on in the world today. And how in the world did we end up this way? How did we get here and how do we work through it? So that's a lot to tackle. Like literally, <laughs> literally, let's just solve the world's problems today, right guys? But really, I have had more than one appointment where people are calling me, they're distraught because of the fact that their families are broken up or breaking up. They can't talk to their family members, um, mother, father, sister, brother. Um, they are a house divided husband, wife, and they don't know how to move forward. And this comes with so many different layers. And so I'm going to try to tackle those for us today. So the first layer is how do I deal with a person that is in my life, someone that I love, be it friend or family or coworker, that at one time things were normal and now all of a sudden they're not normal, meaning you're fighting or they bring up politics that they're on such an opposite side of the aisle or religion or whatever it is. And so there's so much that goes into this. I'm going to do my best to break it down for you so that you could move forward after this podcast with a little peace, grace, love, and clarity. So as we move forward to having a relationship with someone who is very much the opposite of us, when it comes to our thoughts and our beliefs and the way that we see the world, first of all, it's a non-negotiable that we cannot talk about it. Because when I say what I have seen as far as the thought patterns and the indoctrination of either side on any topic is so fully embedded into an individual's persona, And that's what it is, guys. (laughs) Basically, I'm doing an entire podcast on nothing. This entire podcast is how to get along with your friend and family because you're fighting about absolutely nothing. But I understand there's a lot going on here and it's hard to get to where what I just said. But these people, whomever they are, myself included, whatever, we are indoctrinated from the news, from childhood, from society, from the way that we believe, whatever it is. And so nothing good can come at this point from having conversations with someone that's on the opposite side of our view, but fighting. And unless you are in a position of political power, unless you are capable of changing things, arguing with people as a rule 
is pointless because you are not going to change their mind, especially friends, family, coworkers, or on social media. Now, if you are someone who is deciding to protest, run for office, um, if you're writing letters to the government, if you are in a position where you are doing an actual physical thing to create change, that is a totally different situation. Because what you are doing is you are an active participant in actually doing something. What I'm talking about is conversation is pointless. Arguing is pointless. Social media banter is pointless. No one wants to change their mind and you are not going to be the one to change it. So it is futile and it is doing nothing but dividing, taking you away from your peace, taking you away from your God Christ self, taking you away from love and creating an anger that lives inside of you. And that, my friends, is a complete and utter waste of time and distraction. So first and foremost, no discussing these topics with people that you know are on the opposite side of the spectrum of where you sit. Non-negotiable. It is a non-negotiable because those text messages or phone calls or emails or comments, they can ruin not one hour, not one day. They can ruin weeks and months of your life. And nothing is worth that because I'm telling you right now, I don't care where you sit on this. These folks that you are fighting over do not care. (laughs) You could burn your bra on Trump and all of these things and Biden and politics and your views on all these things. If you are arguing over a politician and how wonderful they are, we do not care. They do not care. You are ruining your life and your family and friendship over absolutely nothing. So first and foremost, it's a non-negotiable to not be able to talk about this. So second of all, how can we look at someone whom we have had a relationship with, whom we love, who we respected, and now see that they are in line with a political or religious or otherwise view that their morals must be so corrupt or so bizarre that you can't understand who they have become. And this is going to get a little esoteric. I think that's the word. It's going to get a little high up in the space. We're going to go, we're going to go deep here, but everything that is happening right now is happening for a reason We maybe cannot see what that reason is, but you all signed up for this nonsense. You and your family members signed up to be on opposite sides. And maybe it literally is the simplest, hey, you think you're all that? You think you're so Christ-like? You think you're so a part of love and peace and light and love and blah, 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 blah. Let's see what you got. Can you really not watch the news? Can you really love thy neighbor? Can you really walk the walk? Is that really what you're signing up for? Or are you as, quote, bad as they are in just a different form of judginess? But Meredith, I'm fighting for people. Then fight. March, protest, write letters, run for office. Do the do. Do the do. But stop fighting with people who don't want to change their mind. And so when you look at them and you say, well, how can they think that way? Something must be wrong with them. And I'll be honest with you. Many times, I'm not going to disagree with you. 
I think that some people's way of thinking is completely bizarre, but it's not my business. If I want to enact change, I got to go do the do. But that's not going to come from arguing with my family and judging them. It's not going to come from looking at these folks, whomever they are, and saying, it's my job to hate or judge or fix them. As wacky as their thought process might be, I have one job, and that is to love people to love myself, to help other people, et cetera. If you are pro-abortion, go down to the abortion clinic and help those women. Write letters, protest, write your council person, write your congressman or senator. But just to go and fight with people on social media, you are part of the problem. No one wants to listen to what you have to say. You are barking up the wrong tree. These folks have their minds made up one way or the other. I don't care which side you're on. These folks' minds are made up. I know people who actually had friends that died in the 70s of self-induced abortions, and these folks died. And these people that I know are now anti-abortion. But they know friends. See, this is the thing with the abortion is they're not going to stop. They're just going to start killing people. But that's another podcast. Maybe I'll record that one next. But we need to start understanding that there's a bigger picture when it comes to all of this fighting that is happening right now. First of all, this is not new to our planet. This is not new to society. What's new to society is that we know about every damn thing that happens all day, every day. Back in the 60s, back in the 70s, back in the 80s, you only knew what a couple friends were doing. You might have seen your families three times a year on holidays. You had polite conversation and then you moved on with your life. But now we know what every friend on Facebook Facebook thinks about every topic that's ever been brought to their attention. We know how every one of our family members thinks. And because we're on social media, everyone thinks that they are allowed to say whatever the heck they want because they're sitting behind a screen. And guess what? Johnny should know better. And so now I'm going to school his ass today because I'm only on Facebook. And P.S., I've got 40 of my closest friends that I haven't seen in the last 20 years to glom on to whatever I just put down on social media that's now going to attack everyone that disagrees with me. This didn't used to happen. You'd get into like a cerebral discussion in the quad on college campus and you discuss politics or religion, you discuss Roe v. Wade, you just discuss presidential campaigns and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And you did it in a very, like, I get it. You're on that side. And let me show you how smart I am. Now it's just a huge, hold on. Let me flip you the bird. And all my friends are going to jump on and do the same thing. I don't even know if half these people know what they're talking about. All they're doing half the time, whomever they are, is regurgitating everything that they just saw on television and acting like they're the ones that thought of it. Like they're this, I mean, please, brain surgeon that's over there. Look how smart I am. 
it's literally regurgitating everything that is on the news or the last Facebook post that they read. And they're passing it off as their own brilliance. And then their friends come on and they feed each other. You know, look how smart I am. It's all bullshit. All of what I'm talking about is taking you people away from your peace. It is taking you into judgment. If you want to sit here and talk about religion and Christianity, I got all day for you. I got all day. Everyone out there claiming to be Christian and loving God and this, that, and the other, you have one job, one job, and that is to love everyone, period, end of story, that is your job. And you are all failing miserably with all this nonsense. You are not here to judge people or tell people how to live. That's not your job. Let God deal with that. Give Caesar what is Caesar's and let God deal with what is God's. You want to go there? You're not supposed to be doing all this nonsense. You want to, you want to talk about the devil who is the prince of earth? You know what the prince of earth would be doing right now? Everything that's going on. The fighting, the arguing, the I'm right and you're wrong. It's working perfectly. And you guys are all sucked into this. Listen to what I'm saying. You guys are all sucked in to the matrix of thinking that no matter what side of the aisle you are on, on this shit that we are talking about in politics and religion and Christianity and oh my God, I love God. You guys are all sucked in. You're all, you're all feeding the beast. (laughs) Like literally feeding the beast. What do you think that means? You guys aren't loving. You're not taking care of each other. You guys think that, you know, saving the planet. And in the process of saving the planet, in the process of righteous judgment and doing what's right, You're doing exactly the opposite of what's going to bring you peace and love. You're not stepping into grace. You're stepping into judgment. You're not stepping into love. You're stepping into hate and anger. And I understand, you know, but it doesn't make it right. When I'm getting phone call after appointment after phone call after appointment of people whose families are so shattered, that they cannot be in the same room, that they have stopped speaking on the phone, that texts and emails are just nothing but but drama and oh, politics that <laughs> that's not going in the right direction. And I don't care what side of this you sit on. If you are ingesting the news, if you are arguing with people on social media, you are part of the problem. You are not being the light on the mountain. You're the dude running around with the basket, putting everybody's lights out. But Meredith, you don't understand. I do understand. I think it's so funny that everyone believes in karma until they actually want karma just to handle shit for them. Karma just means that whatever you put out into the world, it comes back to you because you are the world. 
You are the whole thing. So whatever you do, you get. That's just the way it is. It's not judgment. It's not punishment. It just is. So why wouldn't you look at the people on the other side of your point of view and go, dude, I'm good. I'll let karma handle that shit. I don't got to be involved at all. When someone screws me over, I am like out of it. Because if I handle it, then karma doesn't need to because my meager weakling ass tried to fix it. Oh, you did that to me? Well, I'm going to get back at you and I'll tell you what. Does everyone ever do anything like that where they get like get back at the other person and it just goes poorly? It just goes bad, right? There's a reason for that because it's like instant karma back to you. You shouldn't be handling it. When someone screws you over, when you see someone doing something that you don't approve of or that you have, look away from it. Have no part in it. I'd be just like, oh, I'm going to let God go ahead and take care of this one. Nope, I'm out. Nope, 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 nope. That's a God problem. That's a universe problem. That's a karma issue. Not my circus, not my monkeys. I'm not getting involved. I was like, oh, karma's going to handle that for you. But then you handle it. Then you got to get involved. It's insanity. Look away. Keep your family. Stay in your marriage. Keep a relationship with your family members and your loved ones and your coworkers and your sisters and your brothers, your friends. I have a best friend who is so on the other side of the aisle of me politically, and I spend tons of time with her. We just don't talk about it. I know that's not who she is any more than it's who I am. We're just, I dance. It doesn't make me a dancer. I brush my teeth. It doesn't make me a dentist. I saw this thing recently. I don't know if it's true or not. There's a video. You'd have to look it up. And it was saying that people that watched one news source forever and then started watching the other news source for like seven days, their mind was switched. They were starting to turn to the other side of the aisle. I would never do that. That is not me. Oh, it is. Y'all are indoctrinated. We're just being mind manipulation. Do you know, I don't know if I brought this up on here. Do you know that, what, Germany, I think it's their college course, they actually study how Americans are so um, indoctrinated, how we're brainwashed. They actually study that as a college course, how brainwashed we are. You guys think that we're free thinkers? You want to become a free thinker? Stop watching television. Get off the news. Stop listening to your friends who agree with you. We're all indoctrinated. We're all, we're all brainwashed. Problem is, is that now we're losing family members over it. So let's go a little deeper. You and your family member chose to be here at this time to be on different sides of the spectrum, different sides of the thought process for a reason. And just like when I say I went through my cancer and every day I sat there and said, I better learn something from this. I'm not getting out of this thing without growing as a person. You might want to just look and say, why 
is this happening? What in the world am I supposed to be learning from all this crap? Am I supposed to learn how to look away from these distractions? Am I supposed to learn how to have grace and forgiveness? Am I supposed to learn how to walk away from these human three-dimensional matrix distractions from being there and helping and taking care of people? Mm -hmm. I'm sure for everybody it's different. I'm sure for everybody you have a different reason for why these things are happening in your life. COVID affected everyone differently. I had a client that said, uh, oh my gosh, I the last two years have just been horrible. I mean, like everybody else. And I'm like, no, not like everybody else. A lot of people, yeah. A lot of people benefited from COVID. A lot of people enjoyed COVID. I loved having my husband home. Not everything is the same for everybody. Not everybody goes through things and is tormented by them. This doesn't, it's not a good or bad thing, but I would say to you, whenever you see a thing, if you can learn something from it or get something out of it, then at least that thing isn't as bad as it it could have been. I'm studying right now shamanic healing. And in shamanic healing and and, uh, shamanic work, which has been around for thousands of years. So just let's start there. They, they study the, the mind. And when looking at the mind, there's the mind that was created millions of years ago, which is the Neanderthal mind, which that mind and that brain is very focused on um, survival, on fear, a scarcity, food, protection, you know, the very, the very, you know, keeping myself alive mentality. And then about 300,000 years ago, the mind, you know, elevated, if you will, and moved away from the Neanderthal mind. It's still in us. We would probably call it the reptilian mind where it's scarcity, fight, flight, things of that nature. And the 300,000 year old mind is actually the prefrontal cortex where we have forgiveness, spirituality, feelings versus these, you know, very set emotions of fear and scarcity and anger or reproduction. And so the the 300,000 year old mind is, is the mind where you start tapping into your heart chakra, where you start tapping into high level function thinking, where we move out of fear. And they've studied this mind and it's shown that the Neanderthal mind actually feeds on sugar at this point in the game. It feeds on very low level, low frequency foods, junk food, basically. And so I've been thinking about how that all plays together and how specifically in the United States that plays together. And if you think about it, if you look at the American diet, it would almost appear as if they wanted us to stay in our very low level Neanderthal, um, primal, fear mongered, low decision making, um, needing a leader, 
fear-driven mind. Everything is made out of sugar, be it carbohydrates or corn syrup. I mean, it looks to me that they want to keep us in a state of um, being controlled where we don't go, hey, I'm not listening to this shit anymore. I want to get along with my family. I'm not going to be led by a leader who I don't know, P.S. I just see what they want to show me on television or on social media. But the brain, the high-level spiritual non-fear mind is fed on good fats, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, beans, things of that nature. So if you literally look logically, logically, let's just look at the logics. Doesn't it appear as if the people that are in power who are in charge of so many of these political groups and so many of these consumer situations with pesticides and um, allowing us to, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of chemicals in America's food that are literally illegal all over the world. Literally, they are illegal to have the food that we eat in their country. And we eat it all day. We feed it to our kids. We don't think twice about it. If they're feeding it to us, if it's called food, it must be safe. It's causing eczema and our hair falling out and anxiety and depression and brain fog and obesity and sugar issues and cholesterol issues, heart disease, you name it. And that's the very food that keeps us controllable, that keeps us looking for a fearless leader to save us from our own situation that, by the way, doesn't even exist. We're in this circle. We're in this, we're in this vortex, this cycle of shit that's not real. Looking for a fearless leader to lead us out of shit that doesn't even exist. And we can't get out of it because we're feeding our brains the exact food that make us scared and crazy. It makes us programmable. What the hell? That's amazing. And we're so deep into it. I remember I had a relative and it was back when I was watching, like I was like, I was like uber vegan, right? I was in it deep, deep. I, however, did not throw away my leather shoes, but I don't remember if I wore them or not. I, I was in it. So I was watching all those food Netflix shows where you're going to die and all that stuff and everything's killing you. And, you know, like to me, everything in moderation, right? Like I don't really drink soda and, and, and things like that. I stay away from junk for the most part. But if you give me a dozen donuts, I will house that shit in one day. P.S. The whole dozen donuts I can put away. That is like my weakness. That is end of day's food. Last supper, donuts, just so you know. So if there's anyone out there that wants to sponsor me that's a donut company, boom, I am your girl. So I'm in it. Don't eat anything bad, right? And so 
I forget what the situation was. I think it was like when they were doing that whole thing with pink slime. Remember the McDonald's is chicken nuggets are really made out of pink slime. And the pink slime is the same thing that makes yoga mats. Well, then I would like go on and tell my kids, like, just so you know, chicken nuggets, that's like you're eating yoga mats, right? And the same thing with like pop and um, high fructose corn syrup and hydrogenated oils, all that shit. It's just all it's plastic liquefied, added with some other chemicals. And basically you're drinking yoga mats. So I would tell my kids you're eating yoga mats. And so they don't eat, they don't eat really. I don't think they eat chicken nuggets. Cody might, but the rest of my kids, I think are completely freaked out by the yoga mats. So anyways, I remember telling, oh, this is what it was. It was in New York. Remember they said you could only have like small Cokes. You couldn't have like the jumbo Cokes anymore. And one of my friends was like, that's ridiculous. Like they shouldn't tell us what we should eat and, you know, the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not really food. It's like going to kill you. It's bad. It's like really bad for you. Like this Coca-Cola or Diet Coke, they say is even worse. Sorry, Coke. And, you know, the yoga mats, food, you know, it's fake food. It's not real food. It's not real food. I don't even know what the hell it is. Yoga mats. And she said, they wouldn't feed it to us if it was that bad for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, you've literally never watched a documentary in your life. Like they're putting paint from the Ford plants in the water. People are dying of cancer left and right. Look at Flint, Michigan. If you are looking for your government or your church as a leader in your life or how you should live, oh no, you need to start somewhere else. I don't want the government anywhere in my life. I want to make sure that whatever is happening in my life has absolutely nothing to do with another human telling me to do it. Like if, if you think for one minute that God is saving you by way of your pastor at your church, and somehow this person is indoctrinated into the helping you get to some like post-life existence, I don't think God's leaning on any humans to make sure that you make it to him. Yeah, yep, not at all. And if God knows every hair on your head, and if God knows all the things that you'll ever do, do you really think that they're, God's going to leave it up to us to screw everything up and like all end up in hell and damnation? Why would he allow us to live if he knows everything that we're ever going to do forever? No, stop leaning into these people. If you worship or if you're like on board wearing a politician's clothes and hats and like live or die and like against your family member over this kind of stuff, you're indoctrinated. You're fighting for ISIS just in a different way. You're no better than that. They're, they're believing the same crazy shit that you are. You don't know these people. They don't know you. You're over there drinking soda and eating yoga mats. And you think the, that, oh, well, it, it, 
they, it, it wouldn't be for sale. It wouldn't be edible. It wouldn't, wouldn't be on the shelves if it wasn't okay to eat. They gave Flint, Michigan poisonous water. These are the same folks you're leaning into, people. Same folks. What are you doing? Get quiet. Go meditate. Go for a walk. Think on this shit. You're better than that. And then you're going to your family's house and fighting over it. You're fighting over complete shit. Go have an avocado. There's a t-shirt. Go have an avocado. That sums it all up. Go have an avocado. Just enough. Enough with the politics. Enough with the religion. Enough with the, the nonsense. God does not need you to save anyone. And you should not need anyone to save you. Enough. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When you judge, I'm just going to tell you this. When you judge, live by the sword, die by the sword. Remember that. When you're running around judging these folks, judging abortions, live by the sword, die by the sword. So God doesn't need your help. If someone needs health care, if someone's got themselves into a situation and you have anyone in your life, I always tell people, don't be judging kids because you've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. They got a long life ahead of them. I wouldn't judge if I were you. You've got little kids. They are going to grow up to be teenagers, mid-20-somethings. It's all fun and games right now. You know where they're at all the time. I look at these politicians that are all anti-LGBTQ. And then five minutes later, you see them in a hotel with a 14-year-old boy. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. There it is. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Dude, you guys need to mind your own business. Worry about yourself. Worry about yourselves. Handle your family. Mind your business. Get into love and out of hate and judgment. You have, that's not your job. What Caesars give to Caesars. Otherwise, let God handle it. But I'm sure you already knew that. I'm sure you already knew that. Put no one ahead of God. (sighs) Come on, people. Come on. Thank you guys so much for listening to me today. As per usual, I love coming and running my trap with all yous. I do have an exciting announcement. Um, It looks as if we are good to go for the retreat that I am planning with my two amazing friends, Valerie Inez and Letha J. Um, We are putting together a retreat that is going to be in Pennsylvania. Uh, on October 13th through the 16th. More details to come, website to follow. Um, We just finalized that today. It's going to be called Glow Retreat. And again, October 13 to 16, save the date in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. 
It's going to be inns um, and hotels. It's going to be a double occupancy. So plan to come with a friend. We have to do it that way. There's going to be yoga and sound bowls and breath work and Meredith Omai. So if you're interested in this kind of thing, feel free to reach out to me at my new email address, Meredith at MeredithWillets.com. Um, and I will send you the information as it comes comes through. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to me. If you haven't left a um, review, please do so wherever you listen to podcasts, five stars or a written review. All of that helps me. If you know anyone who could use this podcast today, please share it with them. I so appreciate you guys. And thanks for all the downloads and follows and subscribes and all that good stuff. So I will see you here next week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillets.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.